Hello friends, welcome back to another edition of the podcast, uh, Bull Spectacular Part 3. We are coming to you live during the Cheez-It Bowl, just kicked off. Uh, Cal just picked up a 14-yard first down on uh, a QB keeper. We all have the under in some form or fashion here, so there will be some some live sweats on tape for you as you listen to this. As always, I'm joined by uh, Tom Fernelli, Chip Patterson, CBS Sports. Uh, Tom, you said you have you have a little special a, a certain situation here. Well, the Jesus Bowl. What are we? What are we? What are we working on? You guys both have it at thirty-eight and a half. You said I yeah. have thirty-eight. I've got thirty-eight, 38. and a half. Yeah, <clears throat> okay. Well, I I placed my bet a couple hours ago when it was very evident to me that Minnesota was definitely going to cover. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so now I have to just you know for the for the ride it. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, <clears throat> Bavada had the line at forty. Uh-huh. But Bet Online had it at 39 and a half. Uh-huh. So I bet the 39 and a half <laughs> instead of taking the 40 because I'd rather do it in the 30s. So there you go. I mean, I, that's that's commitment to the bit. I don't recommend it to our listeners. You know, you always want to shop for the best yeah, shop line. Shop for the but, best number, but every once in a while the brand takes yeah. better. My God, Cal is just picking apart the Horn Frogs. Yeah. But for the podcast, I didn't want I, I, it felt cheap doing it at 40. Sure. Sure. Fucking Bavada. Just. Handing out money if you're smart. Public ass bovada. That's amazing. Anyway, uh, so we'll be you'll just hear interjections about that as we go through. But we have we have for the first time since uh, we started doing these these bull picks, we have a legit full slate coming up because we'll be rocking through uh, all the New Year's games. Uh, we'll start with Friday. Um, Auburn and Purdue Music City Bowl. They had their big. Uh, Hot chicken tenders eating contest tonight. Auburn won. So if that, <laughs> so if that le- leans you one way or the other, somebody put down 14 tenders in four minutes. Yeah, somebody I, I tweeted about it on Twitter, and somebody responded to me that it's the first time Purdue's ever tasted spice, so they probably had a hard time <laughs> adjusting. <laughs> As Midwesterners, they weren't used to all these seasonings. Uh, I, thought, I thought spice was salt and pepper. <laughs> Mass confusion. Um, anyway, for the game itself, uh, Auburn is a three and a half point favorite Purdue, um, well, total is 55 and a half Purdue, obviously three and a half point dog. So it's really hard for me to trust Auburn. Oh no. I mean, you can't, but I also, I like Purdue was super untrustworthy after the Ohio state game. Fair, but I mean, Purdue already right. won. They got Jeff Brom to not go to Louisville. That's true. Like, Riding high. And then on the other side, what do we have? Gus Malzahn is like on his four, fourth Again. Co- fourth coordinator in like six years kind of situation. Literally I, gave money back. Yeah, I don't I don't like the vibes of Auburn. I can't stand with an Auburn ticket, I don't know if I'll be on Purdue, but it was definitely my expert pick. Like, very blind. Like, sure. oh, you're going to give me Auburn – I mean, you're give me Purdue with more than a field goal of candy, and they are absolutely going to be the more motivated team. All right. When they get off the field TCU, are they punting from, like, the 30? Oh, hell yeah, they are. Dude, this yeah, is, Cal? Yeah, this is Justin Wilcox and Gary Patterson, man. This is, you know – there's a reason this line is at 39, 38. Real, real sensual hours. Unless maybe it's field goal kicker. 
No, that's 37. There's a bunch of guys in the 80s. We're punting. And they're taking the delay a game. And they're declining it. This is this is this oh, gamesmanship. This is, <laughs> this is what it's all about. <laughs> gamesmanship in the 36 yard line. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's standing in like when the punter is standing inside midfield. They punt for the 33. Holy shit. Oh, is it a dime? It's a fucking dime. Right at the five. Oh, yes. <laughs> How often do you think you work on, on 28-yard punts? I mean, as, as often as we work on 75-yard approach shots. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about here. <laughs> Just lo- a lengthy bunker shot? Yeah. When, when you there's like three three driving ranges maybe in your entire area that has the opportunity to work on that. <laughs> Jesus, that was gorgeous. Great backspin, too. Um, who, who the fuck who the is Grayson, Grayson Yulstein? Is oh, he just getting a start because he's the senior? No, he's the only one left. <laughs> I thought, no, they had somebody, didn't they? No, all right, so the second stringer broke his leg in the second-to-last game against Baylor. Mulestein oh. came in and led him to a win. And I think that game against Baylor was like sixteen to seven. So I don't know if he led yeah, them to a win as much as you know concluded the game. And then uh, Mulestein's first career start, and he is a senior, was in the regular season finale against Oklahoma State, where they it won. Just, it was his first career start, didn't it? Or was that was that the Oklahoma State game that they were showing graphic? That court? was the Oklahoma State game. Yeah, as you can tell, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to TCU at the end of the uh, season. I was, I was not. I was not up on my. Oh boy, we're running into receivers this is well i'm counting my cash already i uh, see I'm, I'm worried i need to get a first down here we need we need one first down we need to get the punter off the goal line tc was moving in a little bit i just don't want to be in easy scoring range i need i need cal to to find themselves a little bit here so, uh, so i wouldn't trust auburn for I, yeah as far as i could throw it <laughs> Yeah, no, I would I would not lay with Auburn. I'm I'm a little afraid of Purdue just the way they finished the season, but I do agree. Uh, I like the I like the Brom take there. Boy, we were just gonna hand it. Oh, oh, Mule Steve. Oh, he got the first down. That's right. Time to flip some field position. Uh, as far as the Music City Bowl, I'm also on Purdue as far as the side goes, but we've got possible wonder conditions. It's oh. not it's not peak, but right now there are ten mile an hour winds called for, so that's something to definitely keep an eye on as Friday approaches. See if those things could pick up a little bit, yeah. get some steam. Gets maybe some of that shit in Dallas today can make its way to Nashville. Oh my god! Uh, speaking of it, they're letting Mulestein put it up. Oh my goodness! Uh, that was not right close. Syracuse and West Virginia, uh, game that lost some luster when Will Greer decided to to wisely sit out. Uh, is this the Rab? Is this Russell Athletic Bowl? Yes. I feel. I feel like. I feel like that's even if it's not like this. This. This has the feel of a Russell Athletic Bowl to me. But does the Russell Athletic Bowl even begin? Does that still exist? Yeah. Mm. Is this the Camping World Bowl? Russell yeah. Athletic oh, so Bowl. The, for, the, the artist formerly known as the Russell Athletic. Yeah, mm-hmm. the artist formerly right. known as the when Russell Athletic left college football, they lost they their left, bowl game. They, they, they dumped the bowl too. Yeah, it's, like it's the just, Russell Athletic Bowl to all the real ones out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To the real heads, no. 
Uh, and with Will, Will Greer out, there's not a lot of faith from the betting public in uh, in the ears. This line opened at seven and is is now one to two in favor of Syracuse. Yeah, and the and total also dropped from, from like seventy-four to sixty-six. <laughs> yeah, uh, understandably, I mean, Will Greer was spectacular this year. What what do you, what do we think this West Virginia team looks like? Do they have somebody right now? Like, do they have a quarterback? No, present behind Will Greer. I mean, it doesn't bode well when you when you're relying on transfers that for your quarterback stable. Uh, saw this for a couple of years at Oregon. So West Virginia, I think since uh, putting it on Clemson like seven years ago, I think it's right. Yeah, I think he's been. They've been pretty crappy in bowl games. Okay. Uh, Jack Allison, who was six for ten for seventy-five yards on the season. Wow. Yeah. A lot of reps. I I have no official play for this game. I I'm not going to give out a play for it, but I I like to buy on bad news. Oh my lord! Oh, fun. Oh. <laughs> we are flipping the goddamn. Oh wait, wait. What's the flag? What's the flag? Give me a hold. Give me a hold. Block in the back. We got. We're waiting with bated breath. Uh, while we do that, Syracuse. Yeah, I mean, it it, it scares me to lay it with Syracuse. Um, if I'm going to buy on bad news, I might take the over. Yeah, I don't think that's a horrible play either. Holding on, Cal. By the way, like so yeah. we're 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 inside the twenty somehow. Love it. Like the the idea being that if you're gonna if the total is going to drop that much. It's still a West Virginia offense that has functioned to operate at a certain level. And, and pace. Yeah, I just... That, There's going to be a lot of possessions in this game, even if there are some three and outs. Yeah, I, I think I think that, that that might be the line there. Um, and then I just uh, my fade Dana play, I think, will we'll probably have me uh, on Dino. But, hey, like, we don't have any... Um, we don't have any Syracuse in a bowl game. Uh, Data points. Yeah, we we don't have any data points. We could come out and pretty soon we could see that the orange, our beloved orange, stink it up when they get into bowl season. Which is strange because it's such a seasonal fruit that you find in the bottom of your stocking. (laughs) (laughs) You'd think a lot more would be coming from Dino and the boys, but I mean, and they're in they're in Orange Country. They uh, are Florida. Yeah. They've returned home. Uh, you would think they'd be powered by all that sunshine and orange and juice citrus. available to yeah. them, fresh squeezed. Um, There's no mountains in Florida, so they they definitely should feel at home compared to West. So yeah, um, I, th- I think actually that I I hadn't checked on the updated total recently, but I I kind of like a a buyback on the over. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't, I mean, I don't hate that one bit. You're getting like eight points of value there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Wilger is certainly worth points to West Virginia. However, that defense could get even more tired if the offense is, is not crisp and they have some, some three and outs and uh, Syracuse could get, could get working on them. I like it. Uh, a game that I'm looking forward to uh, them clones. Uh, are a three, two and a half to three and a half, depending on the shop now. Two and a half to three and a half point underdog against Wazoo. Everybody playing 
that's supposed to be playing. Uh, your total is 56. Uh, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this game. I love the clones as a dog all year. Probably going to be the side I'll be on. I don't love it, but that's just kind of same, same principle applying with like Duke as a dog on Thursday that I'm rolling with uh, Iowa state as a dog was very beneficial to me this year. So stands to reason that, that I might as well ride it out for uh, bowl season as well. I had to, I'm covering the Alamo bowl this year and I had to write the, uh, the post for it. So some fun facts about the Alamo bowl before it gets to my game since 2005, there have been 13 Alamo bowls. Of those 13, only four have finished with margins greater than 10 points. And one of those was an 11-point win by Baylor over Washington, which you might remember was a 67-56 to 56 win game. So that's the theme for this game, too. There's been a fuck ton of points scored in the Alamo Bowl. With the last 13 matchups, there's an average of 63.5 points per game. <laughs> In the Alamo Bowl. The Alamo Bowl was that crazy ass game where TCU TCU came back. They were down like 31 at halftime. Yeah. They changed the shirt at the half and it was a whole thing. They've done it twice. They've had huge second half. They did it last year against Stanford. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. I think think it was against Oregon, was the first year I'm thinking. Yes. And last year, Uh and Stanford last year. And I'm like you. I'm on Iowa State too, simply not just because of them as an underdog, but also because. Washington State does not play well in bowl games since Mike Leach got there. Like, they get to bowl games far more often than they ever had before, but they generally don't really play well in them. So, Do you think it's because he really does just, just goes all out with the exhibition part of this? I think partially last year was because instead of being at practice, he was interviewing for Tennessee and other jobs. <laughs> 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 for this year, I don't. I just feel like I don't think that Mike Leach gives a shit about you know bowl games as far as winning them are concerned. And I also think that you just look at the fact that a few weeks ago, Washington State sitting in the top ten, prepared to you know play for a Pac-12 title, and then it lost to Washington, and now it's sitting in the fucking Alamo Bowl. So it's like disappointing. Yeah, I don't know how happy or motivated or pumped up the Cougars are actually going to be to be playing in this game. Whereas you know, Iowa State being Iowa State, they're they're happy to be there. They want Matt, to. Play. Matt Campbell, Matt Campbell going to have the boys fired up. Ames Nation going to travel. Yeah, I'm with. You. This will be a home game for Iowa State. Well, Washington State fans travel pretty well, so I don't know. Just the flag. The fans don't go anywhere. <laughs> um. Yeah, so clones, me because I love dogs. Tom has some actual reason for you. Um, Arkansas State and Nevada tip off our Saturday slate. Um, the only – no, that's not true. There are, actually, there are a bunch of games. Okay. Um, Red Wolves, one-half-point favorites right now over the Wolfpack, two words. Total is 56 to 57, depending on your shop. This is on the home network, um, the mothership, CBS Sportsnet. Uh, I am on Nevada. Yeah. I mean, my first reaction was Packer getting undervalued here. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that the big win here is that this isn't just another uh, Mountain West Conference game. Yeah. Do you remember last year where yes. they had to fill the bowl spots and it was yep. just two Mountain West teams? 
So, hooray, Sunbelt, for giving us Arkansas State in this game. Thank you. Yeah, and Arkansas State, to me, is a team that I've just been – I've seen it a few times. It's just – I've seen both these teams a few times, and the, my biggest reason for this pick is that when I watched Nevada, I was far more impressed with what I saw from Nevada this year than I was with Arkansas State. Yeah. So. Same. Uh, Pack didn't they didn't close the season as strong as I think some would like, but still looked solid in games. Yeah, um, that that UNLV loss was just huh. That was, that yeah, was that weird. was one of those super weird games. TCU getting off the field. Loving this oh, fucking game so what far. Is this? What is that punt? Oh, wow. I thought that was a line drive. Oh, it's great coverage. I'm checking the, uh, the, the action. The live out. line. The live, live line is at 33 and a half. <laughs> and my 39 and a half is currently 68% to win. That's right. I'm probably at like 66. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we're all on the pack. I don't think anybody, anybody has total thoughts there right now. I would lean over if Nevada games have taught me anything. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, Let's go to the game no one fucking wants. Not a soul on earth wants a Peach Bowl. Florida's six-point dog, six-and-a-half at a couple spots, BOL stations. Um, Totals 50-and-a-half. Higdon not playing for Michigan. Neither is Juwan Bichelle Beatty. Devin Bush isn't playing. Rashawn Gary's not playing. Higdon's not. How six and a half is too big, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I know Florida shouldn't really be a top ten team. And I know that right. Dan Dan Mullen did lose to Paul Johnson in a uh, New Year's Six game. He sh- he sure did. That Orange Bowl, <laughs> fifty nine points for the bees. But yes, the line just is too big. I. Uh, and then plus, I also I can't help but think that I know it was different team last year, but just Michigan shitting the bed in the second half against South Carolina last season, another season which ended with you know getting pantsed by Ohio State. Three of your best players aren't playing in the game. I just I don't have the highest of hopes. And then also you know decades of being a Big Ten fan, watching them get the shit kicked out of them by SEC teams and New Year's Day games. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's especially if you can get that six and a half. Um, that's too many. Yeah, it's it's not an official play, but that's just it seems. I'm being, way- I'm being scolded right now for saying it's the game no one wants to see. <laughs> this is why we don't. This is why we record when she's at work usually. Hey, Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> not our fault florida's trash <laughs> i'm not repeating that tom <laughs> i'm not repeating that um no yeah gators plus the points yeah take it i like it see there you go gators plus the points Woo! Yeah. uh oh god south carolina virginia is an even worse game at noon Oh, speak for yourself. Yeah, I don't know because you, Tom's you, who's. Those are Tom's who's. That's that's Tom's under of the week. <laughs> Fifty-three and a half. Okay. Well, there's no Debo Samuel. That's and right. Debo Samuel accounts for approximately sixty-nine percent of South nice. Carolina's offensive success. <laughs> that's right. Especially down, especially down the field. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So if, if Beaver Benz or Bentley's gonna open it up, it's usually the Debo. Yeah, I'm. I'm. He had like ten catches for 210 yards and three touchdowns against Clemson. Way inflating Jake Bentley's season totals. <laughs> and uh-huh. so got, I'm. Uh, yeah, you've I'm, got the Virginia offense, which is one of the most deliberate offenses in the country, and the South Carolina offense without Debo Samuel. Under. Let's go. Also, oh, how let's... is that? How is that on ABC? Shit. And... Because oh, no. because oh no, you can't spell best bowl without it's the Belk Bowl. That's why. I just, I mean, shout out to the Belk Bowl, our good friends. Tell me, hit now if that didn't hit the ground. God damn it! Oh, I mean, at least he couldn't run with it. I mean, where are you throwing it? I, either that, or where's the receiver going? Someone made an oopsie. Someone just made an oopsie. Like you know, um, what's his first name? Johnny Moostein or whatever. Yeah. George, George Mirasonstein. Yeah, George Mirasonstein. <laughs> you know, Is he drinking hypnotic? He was too tall with that pass. Oh, uh, and then we get to. Uh, we'll we'll go. Is that? Let's, I hate when I, they put these out of order on time. I'm on Virginia, uh, by the way, in that game. You're on Virginia? Yeah. Plus the five and a half? I don't hate that at all. Virginia is yeah, also, kind, also kind to the people. Um, Broncos lost four straight bowl games. He's hungry. Has he? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't, I mean, that's one way to look at it is he's hungry. I mean, Virginia as a team hasn't won a bowl game since 2005. Yeah, man, but they also haven't, haven't, hadn't won a, Game against Virginia Tech and forever and couldn't fucking figure that shit out either. Oh, that was so tragic. <laughs> that was awful. Awful. Oh, can we stop disparaging my beloved who's? <laughs> I'm sorry. We're upsetting Tom talking about his who's this way. Uh, let's go to Orange Bowl. Uh, Notre Dame and Clemson, uh, 12 and a half point. That's the Cotton Bowl. Cotton Bowl? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. My apologies. My apologies. Cotton Bowl, Notre Dame, Clemson, Clemson, 12 and a half point favorite. 56 uh, or 55 and a half is going to be your total there. This is the uh, the mid-afternoon kick. Uh, it's interesting that this line keeps going out towards Clemson. It's 13-some spots. Mm, I don't like that. Are we... Are we, are we we prepared to buy back in on, on the Irish here, or do you believe that the talent gap is as wide? And does the Dexter Lawrence thing affect you at all? The Dex- I have been on the Irish from the start. Yeah, Tom's been been on it from the start. I think that well, Dex- Tom Tom is a diehard Notre Dame fan. So of course, I think the Dexter Lawrence thing matters. Um, I do too because of the way Notre Dame plays. Well, I mean, there's just not other like. Like Clemson's defensive and line is awesome, is. and it's it's really easy. Like, oh, Clemson's defensive line is sick. They'll just like cycle another guy back in there. But you look at uh, when I go back to like my favorite, uh, it's physics, not football. Dexter mm-hmm. Lawrence is six four, three hundred and fifty yeah, pounds. And he requires you to double team him <laughs> like, at all times. Every you, on run plays, all of his you are backups. cycling another guy in there, but you're not cycling Dexter Lawrence <laughs> right. back in there at any point. Yes, right. I think that matters. It matters. I, I think it does. That, it's it's one yes. thing. It's one thing. You know, everybody talks about that they rotate like eight dudes through. It's like sure, but 
they pick their spots when they pull Dexter Lawrence out. Dexter Lawrence, you know, he's not not on the field for crucial rundown situations. You I, know, I think like they're not cycling him off. Yeah. in those spots, like he might be off the field in a very clear passing down where they want to get the speed rushers on and and get some guys quicker to do some stunts and some some uh, trickery uh, in their in their looks when they when they bring a four man pressure on like a third and ten. But he's not off the field on second and three, third and two, you know. So that that does matter. Yeah, I'm I'm very I'm very much thinking that for Notre Dame's offensive line, any down that they don't have to stare across the line and see the six four, three hundred and fifty pound Dexter Lawrence is a slight advantage for Notre Dame. Oh no! What the hell happened to that kid? Oh, is no. his hand fucked up? Uh, he looks like I don't know. He looked. Right, his body's not working. Yeah, I don't, maybe he hit his head as he came down, but he just looked fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he was. That was scary, man. So yeah, I am ready to maybe buy back in on the Irish, but yeah, uh, I think that if it's thirteen, I would do it for sure. Oh, he yeah, knocked he himself the fuck out. He did. Oh my lord. That's yep. Wow. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yes, that's the concussion arms right there. Ooh, boy. So the fake field that they rolled on top of the... Yeah, on top of the diamond. On top might, of the might diamond. Might not be real soft. No. My man just landed on home plate and... Oof. Man, I was sitting on the plane down here uh, right next to an Oklahoma running back who broke his leg like a month ago, and he was uh-huh. home like visiting his daughter for Christmas and... You know, coming back to meet up with the team today, and he was telling me that's like, you catch you catch some of those artificial turfs don't have as much give. Woo mm-hmm. boy. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, glad that young man's walking off. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm there. I think. I think if you can get it 13, for, uh, I like the Irish a lot. 12 and a half even, but um, that oh. 13 number is especially nice for push possibilities clemson beats clemson beat the dog shit out of some bad teams but when clemson played good teams we'll just, butthole. yeah we talked we talked yeah. about this uh we talked about this before i think the bc game um or right after the bc game, was one that, of those games what you mean one of the games were like the spread one was of the 19 games where they covered by half covered, yes uh-huh. yes uh-huh. We're like Dabo doesn't do and there's a touchdown and we're we're suddenly barely barely on pace um Love, th- love, love toes in the 30s for that. Like one touchdown, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Dab- Dabo tends not to to dip too deep when there's something on the line. Like he he plays, he trusts that his talent's good enough to win until he gets up against Alabama and then they just fucking sling the thing, you know. But like if he thinks his talent's good enough to beat Notre Dame square up, he's not gonna want to bring turnovers into play, especially with his young quarterback i mean the man played at alabama it's in his it's in his blood to keep it keep it real conservative yeah irish uh now let's go to the orange bowl my apologies bama is a two touchdown favorite with the extra points over oklahoma and your total right now is 76 and a half to 77 (laughs) principal under oh yeah See, I'm 
terrified of it. I'm on Oklahoma in the over. Okay. <laughs> I just, first of all, I'm on Oklahoma more than anything because I really do think they're going to be able to put up points in Alabama with consistency, and they're not going to be able to stop Alabama from getting any points. So really, I think the total is simply going to come down to with what kind of tempo is Alabama working with or how many big plays Alabama has. Like if if they could control the clock and put together like 10 play you know, 75-yard drives, then it's going to go under. But if, if two is healthy and they're able to just pick Oklahoma apart, it's going to go over. But I do think that it's going to be a very back-and-forth-ish type of affair where Alabama is going to be able to get a stop or two that Oklahoma can't get, but Oklahoma's offense is going to play well enough to keep them within two touchdowns. Okay. Uh, I just... These games. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing is the Oklahoma defense is, is horrific. It's dog shit. Yeah, but what if, just <laughs> hear me out here, what if Alabama's offense comes out and just, like, duds it up for a quarter and a half? Then they're going to be in a lot of fucking trouble. Yeah. I, I don't see that happening as much as like I think it's gonna take a while for this game to get loose. That's that's probably my biggest hunch. If if I'm playing out the little first half little first half. Oh there we go. So you could convince me to sprinkle some on the first half under. Yeah. I just I don't I don't see either one of these like all right, so how long did it take uh didn't Oklahoma come out firing against Georgia? Yes. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they were they were winning that game in the first half, and then it was the second half when Georgia came back and took control of it. Mm, I could see that going because Lincoln got a little uh, a little tight, a little tepid. <laughs> yeah. I just. I mean. Oh wow! We just nearly. Oh had no! Jesus Christ! Get this mule steener out of the <laughs> fucking game. Just run the ball. Just at least wind the clock. Let's run some goddamn triple option, TZU. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I guess my thought is, Bama, Bama might look at this as yes, we can, um, we can throw and get big plays, kind of when we want, but. At the same time, maybe try to keep that defense a little fresher. That's a that might be DPI. Oh my goodness, no call. All right, um, and but at the same time, like it, like run the ball, try to keep their defense fresh and wear down that Oklahoma defense for the second half. That's a typical Saban uh, preparation. But obviously, this year we have seen kind of different attack from Alabama they've come out firing through the air more but but I could see them going back to kind of a, a classic uh run the ball early not because they don't think passing can work but because they think passing might work too good and get their offense on the field too much facing Kyler because they know a track mean is how Oklahoma stays in this right just I mean like they just go army on them mm-hmm they're just like, all right, well, you might be able to score every time you have the ball, but how many times are you going to have the ball? Yeah. 
I think, uh, and I, and I bet they think that their defense can get one or two stops or turnovers. Like trust that they're and like if they if they're if the Oklahoma offense is on field, maybe they think, hey, they'll be a little out of rhythm. You know, we can dial some things up, try to get a couple three and outs, and then get it lopsided, and then really really kind of take the air out of it. Uh, I think I, I'm I, I, I if you're going to take the over, you you have to think Oklahoma's scoring, obviously. Yes, uh, because it's that high. So I understand taking Oklahoma in the over. I think if you're looking at the under, um, you're not necessarily thinking Alabama wins by two touchdowns, but you're definitely thinking they win very comfortably uh, because they're dictating the pace. So I think those are the two sides that you sit on. I think Chip and I probably lean more uh, towards Alabama controlling the tempo of this game a little more. Yeah, I'm and like. I don't know. I, I I put myself as the the Kyler Murray uh, sickness headline came out. Like, you know, I I first kind of chuckled, and then I was like, oh, and then then all of a sudden you start to try and like hit a point of analysis, and I had to start entertaining the idea that Kyler Murray, the you know forever blue chip, Mister All Everything, Major League Baseball top ten draft pick, Heisman Trophy winner. Like, sometimes those kinds of players do show up in these games, but sometimes they don't. And Kyler might have a bad game. And if Kyler has a bad game... Oh, yes, oh, Cal. Oh, wolf. what a horrid... <laughs> he had a tight end wide the fuck open. TCU hasn't covered the tight end in three plays, and they just looked away from him. <laughs> wow. Anyways. Anyways, yeah, Kyler, Kyler, blue chipper, may not show up. Might not show up. Ooh. I mean, he's he's accomplished everything that... He's going to accomplish. Yeah. I mean, I think here's the thing. It, it, it could be one of two things. This game, I think more than anything will determine whether Kyler Murray genuinely entertains NFL prospects. If he has a great game, I think he goes to the NFL. Go play baseball. You're if five, a, eight. Yes. If he has a horrible game or even a mediocre game, I think he just takes his money and goes plays baseball. Like, if the he... thing is, here's the here's the thing though that I keep coming back to. You mentioned Kyler Murray has been all state, all everything forever. If he goes to baseball, he will be forgotten. Oh, and he likes the attention. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's always been the quarterback. He was the best quarterback in the state of Texas. People he... wrote about him. People talked about him. If he goes to play baseball, he will play in the minor leagues for a couple years and he will be forgotten. And even if he gets to the major leagues, the best player in the major leagues is generally anonymous to most people. Mike Trout. But here's the thing that I think everybody overlooks. Like I said, he's 5'8. No, he's tiny. I'm he with can't you. play quarterback in the NFL. I'm, if he I'm goes to the saying, NFL, he's going to be going as a slot receiver. I'm, j- I'm, I'm just telling you. If he can get the one team that will buy in and think he can be Lamar Jackson, even though he's not. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is six feet tall. Yes. I'm, Baker I'm just tell, is I'm, six feet tall. Right, These guys I'm, are just like, telling you, I'm just telling you what somebody will think. Have you okay? seen an NFL offensive line? Yes. He's 5'8". He's going to be throwing Tom, in the back of people's heads. Tom, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just saying... I could see somebody trying to outsmart themselves. He's not going to the NFL. 
I'm just saying, if he has a big game against Alabama, I think he does. He's going to baseball. And I think because of his baseball career, if he has even the slightest sprain or stub, his ass is coming out of the game. So, uh, Tom's on Oklahoma in the over. Chip and I are going to be on the under probably stupidly. Yeah, it's it's the under, and I probably won't take a side. I think right because I think Alabama wins by two touchdowns. Right, I think Alabama wins like thirty-five to twenty-three or something. Alabama forty-nine, Oklahoma forty-two. Sick. Sure. I would. It, it would be thrilling to watch. I would take it. Sure. I would love it. Um. All right, Vatek Cincy. Love this game. Yeah. <laughs> just big, big, big on. Is this the military ball? Yeah. By Northrop Grumman. Oh, okay. Real talk. Can we talk about this? Why the fuck does Northrop Grumman sponsor a bowl? Who's watching a bowl is like, I need a tank. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's understand just... it. Like, what are you doing? What do you just. I mean, like, I know you just got stupid money, but like. Who are they advertising? It's just because to? it's it's because it's the military bowl. That's the only fucking reason they sponsor it. They're not doing it to gain customers. They're just doing it because it's the military bowl. Shouts to the truth. And you can't have the goddamn you know like the hostess cupcakes military bowl. Yeah, I would you know fucking I mean? love that. A little Debbie, little Debbie military bowl. <laughs> well, don't they punch roundy military bowl? <laughs> there's there's definitely something, and it and it's come out. Uh, this season, kind of in the wake of, I I remember I came across it in the wake of Fedora's uh performance at the ACC football kickoff back in July, that like they will military officials will say that one of the reasons they're so locked in to the football is that they believe that their next great soldier warrior is a high school football player right now. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just, I'm more most curious about a private company that builds like tanks and shit. <laughs> right. No, that's, that's awesome. just to, uh, I understand why like there's the army all American bowl. I understand why there's a military bowl, why the tax slayer bowl is right before we and file be our fair, taxes. To be fair, you never know when master P is going to be back in the market for a tank. Fair. That is true. That is true. We could have a no limit comeback on our hands. <laughs> uh, anyway, Cincinnati is a five and a half point favorite. Totals fifty three and a half. Do we have any feels? Cincy. Uh, see, I'm staying the hell away from this game. All right. I just, I don't want to bet on Virginia Tech. Right. And watching Cincinnati against UCF. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this is a team that's not you, there yet. You called them a uh, Mac, a Mac team. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> they just—that's what they reminded me of, and it's like, I don't know. It's like I, if this was a, a Virginia Tech team that was even mildly worth trusting, right. but I hear—I've heard tell that it's not just you know. There's there's discord, put it that way, in the locker room. Okay, so. I just, yeah, I don't want anything to do with this game. Yeah, I'm Plus, it's supposed to be rainy. I mean, this is a huge. I mean, this it's basically for me all motivation play. Where Cincinnati is trying to take these big leaps and bounds uh, with Luke Fickle 
They won. They went from a four-win team to a ten-win team, and Virginia Tech is uh, we the Discord as you mentioned, like from where we started to where we finished, just really feels like this game means a lot more to the Bearcats. Sure, I still don't want to lay it. Uh, let's go uh, hit the music. CBS's Lone Bowl. <laughs> Sun Bowl, everybody hung over. Pitt, Stanford, feel the excitement. Stanford's a uh, five and a half to six point favorite. Your total is 52, pretty much across the board, off the board at a few spots. Curious. The line's off the board. El Paso. Oh, oh shit. my gosh. Throw it again. Oh, Throw it again. Oh, oh, oh my God. What Flag the fuck are these quarterbacks doing? Flag on the play. Bring it back. Bring it back. Get fucking Mule Stein off my television. <laughs> what do they put? They're all pointing. Look, I think we have a block in the back on the return. You guys are like a solid three seconds ahead. Nope. It's pretty nope. awesome. Illegal forward pass. So you do that on an illegal forward pass. Holy shit. <laughs> Fire this young man into... Okay, well, what is with the color on this? What the fuck is Okay, so it was a throwback <laughs> that went forward. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Wow! I've never seen. Gary Patterson, burn that page of your playbook, sir. Holy shit! All right, so Cal's on the fifteen. Basically, we're rooting for TCU not to score at this point in this game. Root for root for Cal thirty to nothing. Holy shit! Okay. Anyway, Sun Bowl wonder conditions. We were so rudely interrupted right. by the first interception of bowl season. Pink fumble. Maybe maybe that's what happened with that backwards pass. The wind blew it forward. Um anyway. Oh, yeah, we've got winds, not cross winds, they're gonna be, you know, north south, but they are between sixteen and eighteen miles an hour for the Sun Bowl in El Paso, which, you know, El Paso tends to get windy as it is. Everybody everybody sweat too it's you know, what, noon local. Everybody's already just Schwitzen tequila. Oh! Oh my God! Yes. No, no do not return that way. Tackle him! Tackle <laughs> him! Yeah. Oh, way to be there. By the way, TCU in that exchange gained five yards. <laughs> this, is a, this is a great fucking game. I don't care. <laughs> the cheese and bowl fucking rules. Oh my goodness. Number one on the bowl rankings. <laughs> Where are you throwing it? Even if that safety wasn't there, that might get picked by the corner. At best, that's an incomplete battle. I mean, uh, what are we? What is this? Mm. It's art. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, the Cheez It Bowl trophy should just be the turnover chain. <laughs> wow. uh, anyway, so under. Uh, anybody got fuel on the side? Oh, yeah, there, Gary. Talk to him. <laughs> Fire up the troops. 
<laughs> I don't like either side. No, I don't know if Pitt has uh, has just had soul crushed the last two games against Miami and then Clemson. I like Stanford. I f- I f- yeah, I feel I f- that's my fears, but also Stanford sucks. So. Yeah, but Stanford <laughs> Stanford gets stuck in this bowl game. Like I, I Stanford knows uh like Stanford's got on first name basis with the Border Patrol agents by War to get into Juarez. <laughs> like Stanford knows oh, exactly God. where the good diner is and where <laughs> Like where you can and cannot park the team bus to risk, like good God, issues. this oh guy Lord. is awful. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> we're not even gonna pick any more games. We're just gonna live watch the fucking cheese at bowl. This is horrid. Look at look at Kenny Hill trying to coach him up. Hey, hey, man. Hey man, did y'all know uh, it's legal? I would have thr- thrown that interception twenty-five yards further downfield. He throws it back across oh, his body, body, off his back foot, while rolling to his. <laughs> I mean, look here's it. He's a senior. They don't have any other quarterbacks. He has no risk of being thrown out. Fucking go make some plays. I love it. Let's just let's just go be a kid out there. This is like if Brett Favre had none of the talent. Kenny Hill's like, hey man, you know there's a dispensary like right around the corner. <laughs> there is, there is in Phoenix. Oh my lord! Now Kenny Hill will at least throw another interception forty yards downfield for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Michigan State, Oregon. Holy shit! What a game this will be. Justin Herbert. Back. 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 Uh, give me the Ducks. Give me the Ducks. Give me the Ducks. Michigan, Michigan State fucking sucks. I think the under might also be a good play. Uh, here's the jumping off point there. Mich- Which Michigan State scored 20 points in a game. Michigan's this true. Uh, Michigan State also had a pretty good defensive plan to make Ohio State's super productive passing game pretty pedestrian. So it might be one of those games where – uh, like Oregon hits a couple big plays and, you know, they certainly cover this spread and they win this game comfortably, but cause Michigan state's certainly not going to score a whole bunch, but I, <laughs> I could, I could see Michigan state's defense. Like, I don't think Justin Herbert's thrown for four hundy. Uh-uh. Oh boy. We're putting. Hey, forget, forget this game field. for one second. I'll bring up something else with Michigan state. Tyree Jackson, apparently, yeah. Yeah. exploring the grad in, transfer in the transfer. Po- I love. I love that's called the transfer portal. Like a it's, Michigan native. Like it's, like it's it's fucking Doctor Who. It's space in your nest. <laughs> he's, he's a Michigan native who had interest for Michigan State out of high school, though they never offered him a scholarship. Mm-hmm. What, if, what, if, what if Tyree Jackson goes to Michigan State? Oh my God! Oh my God, son! Wow, he nearly... Boy, that was almost a muff on the 15. This game has everything. There is fucking nothing like betting an under in the 30s because this is just... This is cocaine. (laughs) Every play play could mean you're off pace. You live and die with every fucking snap. (laughs) This is is why I'm with it. 
if you bet the over in a 30 point game, like there, there's no enjoyment here. No, you're just pissed off right now. You're just pissed off because they've thrown five interceptions. On the under, every interception is a thrill, and then you want them to get down. This is why we bet unders. Yes, there are nervy moments, but there's also freeing games like this. This is glorious. Shout out to the Cheez It Bowl. Also, shout out to Cheez Its, the best Cheez-Its. cheese snack. They're a good snack. Yeah. Love Cheez Its. The extra crispy at times, just right. Sometimes they, they're a little too toasty, but the extra toasty, sorry, not crispy. Extra toasty cheese. It's pretty solid. Uh, yeah, ducks. And uh, yeah, you can talk me into to, to the under, because Michigan State's going to try and make this a sloppy, sloppy game. And sometimes Oregon will play in those. Uh, but it, I, I just have to take the ducks, especially with Herbert uh, back for another year. So he should just be playing the play. Yeah. Uh, Mizzou, Oklahoma State could be batshit insane. Give me Oklahoma State. Oh, my God. They're plus eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, punks. Ugh. I thought this was like a touchdown or less. I thought it was like six or five. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Punks. Always Oklahoma State. They're so, so, so good at underachieving in the regular season to set themselves up with a winnable bowl game. Love it. against the SEC team. It's the game plan. It's always the, SEC the game plan. It's T Boone loves bowl wins, right? And Mike Gundy knows it. So lose to TCU, <laughs> woefully uh, <laughs> understaffed five win team in the regular season finale, and now we've got a slightly more winnable bowl game. Cowboys, I let's guess, go. Against the SEC team, yeah, in your area, Cruton game. Let's go, folks. Uh, Northwestern Utah. Oof. Under the, the the thinking man's Florida Michigan. <laughs> under forty <laughs> six. Uh, yeah, under. under. Um, also, maybe maybe Northwestern plus the points. I don't have a good feel on Northwestern in bowl games. What do we think about that? I just I just feel like they care and they're pretty good as a touchdown or more dog. That's my only thought. But yeah, under. Five prob- interceptions and 653 of game time. I love it. Let's run the football a little bit. There we go. Let's, let's play smart. Let's get to the half. Uh, everybody is 7 0. Uh, NC State, Texas A&M, uh, Wolfpack correspondent Chip Patterson, live in Raleigh. What's the, what's the feel around the program going into, uh, into this lovely matchup? Uh, ain't nobody playing. No. No. That's why a and has gone up to seven points. Yeah, I mean, we're talking offensive line, defensive line, wide receivers. I mean, if you potentially are going to be a third-round or better draft pick for the Wolfpack, you're sitting out. So Aggies? Yeah, Aggies. Let's go. Play it. Oh, I kind of like that. Let's, let's break it out across the twenty. Uh, I mean, it's, get some momentum into next year. It's Jim. Yeah. Well, it, it's Jimbo against the pack, right? Mm, you know, yeah. and like, I I just think that do, doesn't he have another year with Kellen Mond? Yep. NC, yep. Uh, yes, I think so. I think Kellen Mond's yes. NC State's uh, secondary is suspect already. You know, and Jermaine Mond's not very good. Jermaine Pratt is the linebacker who's going to be out, and he's. He was like an all ACC 
caliber guy. Uh, Garrett yeah. Bradbury's the offensive lineman who's going to be out. No Kelvin Harmon. And I don't Oof. know if we have a Ryan Finley decision yet, but we also have, b- like, by the way, no Eli Drinkowitz. Remember, offensive coordinator just mm-hmm. took the head coaching job at App State. I mean, uh, like, you even start scanning. He looks the- like a nerd, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I never – I he always, he was always wearing a hat when I would see hey. him. He had, like, a bowl cut. Sideline. Yeah, for App State's bowl game. I was like, what is this? Who is this fucking – by the way, I'm, I'm, looking I'm, bitch. I'm, betting, I'm betting the App State season went until under next year based <laughs> on that alone. <laughs> As a I mean, I, go, going back to Ryan Finley, though, I feel like he's had a great week. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, go, that, son. Three Jackson go. looking to transfer. Justin Herbert's coming back. Ryan Give Finley needs to enter the draft. Yeah, fin- Finley and Haskins, uh, it would be malpractice for them to not enter because there's – quite clearly the top two so i'm i i just think and like you even start to go back and you realize that while dave doran has said in all of his recruiting uh pitches he's like you know like our program has grown we beat an sec team well that sec team was vanderbilt like hey hey respect my doors your bowl win against the doors <laughs> does not certify you as an sec uh giant SEC killer killer yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> All right. So we got Aggies. Uh, oh, I, I don't know if there's ever been a better game to kick off New Year's for a hangover than Iowa-Mississippi State. Yeah. I am so fucking looking forward to this game. I can't fucking wait. Give, first off, give me the Hawkeyes plus seven. Uh, That's too many points. Yeah, I mean – yeah, but also it could get to seven and a half on Bell Line. It's currently minus one eighteen because Bell Line loves to do weird And again, we're we're recording quite a few days before. Yes. Now the is question is, game? yeah, the question is how much of an impact will it have on an offense like Mississippi State? Nick Fitzgerald, who cannot throw football. Mm-hmm. But there will be 12 to 15 mile an hour crosswinds currently Old, forecast in Tampa. Old, get, just throw it away. Hey, Lloyd, he didn't throw it to the other team. He's taking baby steps. I'm proud of Grant Muelstein. By the time, by the time he's got his graduate degree, he's going to be ready. <laughs> My God. Let's do a third. He'll, he'll get signed by an NFL team for Declined. Cap. <laughs> Cal said no we'll take a 30 second runoff instead <laughs> oh my god I would I honestly I would accept that holding penalty and force them to throw the ball again because it's my best chance at scoring no shit why Why do you not want Grant Muelstein passing <laughs> and if I were TZO I would run the fucking draw play immediately. oh look at that oh, he's gonna get killed look at that coverage anyway uh, okay yeah under under in Iowa plus the points for me Outback Bowl Give it to me for all the blooming onions. Uh, Kentucky, Penn State. Boy, who wants to be here? I could see. A little see... too warm, but wonder. Mm. Where's this? Is this Jacksonville? Yes. Is this the former Tax Slayer? Whatever the Gator Bowl is. Is it Tax Slayer Gator Bowl still? It is the Tax Slayer Bowl, formerly known Tax as Slayer the Gator Bowl, Bowl. Formerly the Gator Bowl. Okay. It's hard to keep track of the brand sometimes, but I like to do it. 
Uh, Penn State is a six and a half point favorite, as Tom said, 47 and a half. Windy in Jacksonville. Warm, yeah. though. Um, I don't hate the other. Kentucky can't score. Yeah, I like Penn State, especially yeah. at six and a half. If I can yeah, get in I think, at six and a half, I think I'd do that now and yep. just have confidence that that team should be able to win by a touchdown. Yeah. And you know James Franklin loves to end the season on a high note, especially against the SEC team, even if the SEC team is Kentucky. Um, Gets to go against his old rival. That's right. Trace McSorley, final game. Um, uh-huh. Penn State's offense was all right this year. I think. Yeah. They can find some success. Is Josh Allen going to play? I don't know. I don't know, but see, that's my concern, though. I feel like Kentucky, like Benny Stone, might have some success against the Penn State defense. Although, really, their secondary was more of a problem than their run defense. But I'm not nearly as comfortable with the spread in this game as I am with the total. Yeah, I like the under there. Um, LSU, UCF. LSU is a 7 to 8 point favorite. LSU. Total is 55. 55 LSU. And a half. LSU? Yeah. LSU. Go Tiger. You could you could beat Memphis. You can beat USF without Mackenzie Milton. They're, they're, not, they're not beating LSU without him. No. I agree. I agree. LSU needs also to- also every every game is a big game when Coach O's your coach. LSU gonna be fired up. Also, I think I think I think he'll be he'll be letting them know you don't want to be the t- another SEC team to lose to UCF. The selection. The, the message in that locker room will be: Don't be Auburn. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that should always be the, the message in the LSU locker room: is Don't be Auburn. But, um, yeah, I think they'll be fired up for it. Now, UCF would be fired up, but they they that Mem- that Memphis game they've twice probably should have lost to Memphis. <laughs> Are you looking at this graphic about Chase Field? Notable concerts in Notable sync. concerts <laughs> in and Kenny Chesney. Oh, it's going to host the Royal Rumble? It's going to be at the baseball stadium? Well, that's a horrible idea. I'm definitely going now. I'll make the pilgrimage. <laughs> we'll drive down, we'll do a podcast live while I'm at Chase Field for the Rumble. Me and Chip will have a lot to say. Yeah. It's going to be great. Oh my lord! Wait, hold on. Do you do you score the WWE matches too, or is that only for boxing? No, (laughs) the amateur scores. Twitter, home of fifty thousand professional boxing scorers. Yes, I don't know what they have, but here's what my I have it. I I used to do that when I like actually like covered fights, but like now that when I'm watching, I don't bother. Like also. I was once you're ringside for a fight, you realize that when you're watching on TV, you have no idea how to score a fight. None. Because oh. you, you have no idea what body shots are landing. Like, you don't know what's hitting somebody solid. You don't know what's a little clip. Like, no idea. You miss so much stuff. I was ringside for one fight. See it all completely different. Don't want to score it. Um, anywho, Washington, Ohio State. Buckeyes. Buckeyes minus six and a half. Yeah. If Ohio yeah, State. They're a, better, they're, a better, they're a better football team. I mean, and it's urban. It's the it's the urban farewell. I know that didn't work out for Paul Johnson earlier well, today. Well, but, like Paul, the Paul Johnson farewell is either going to be great or terrible. And there it was, was no terrible. Between, and it was terrible. Yeah. But, you know, that's honestly, if your career's going to end in Detroit, it probably should end spectacularly poorly. <laughs> that's true. 
Just saying. I just, I mean, what what has Washington done that's going to make you be like, you know what? I think they, that they, they can didn't score against Utah. They only scored on that like fumble recovery touchdown. But Miles Gaskin's got the chance to get loose against this Ohio State defense. Well, he could, but the thing is, you're not like if you're smart, you just pack the box. Oh, I love packing the box. And say, I fucking dare you to throw on us. I think mediocre ass quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if this is a similar situation to the Michigan game where, you know, they just come out ready to win one for coach. And just beat the dog shit out of them. Yeah, because, I mean, we, we know how much it's clear how much preparation Ohio State puts into Michigan every year. So you, I, I would think that Urban, knowing that this is his last game, might be, you know, a little extra for the Rose Bowl. I don't yeah. think he wants to go out with a loss. No, and, like, it, it's he's also staying around to teach a fucking leadership class and be the assistant AD. So, like, it's not like he's leaving the program. So, like, he still has some investment in it. Mm-hmm. Bucks. Uh, boy, this line's continued to grow. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know you know the principles, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Herman is a dog. Texas is 13-point underdog to Georgia. People are really excited about how the dogs played against Bama. Yeah, that is a big time. I mean, Texas might win that game outright. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's no. A, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's too big. I'm not. I'm not with Chip. I don't. I don't think Texas wins, but that's too big. Thirteen points. Too big. I'm just. I'm just smelling the Georgia on this line, you know. Yeah, I'm Georgia sp- a, little, a, little, a little excited. I'm just, also like Georgia let down. The 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 same Georgia smell that uh, each of the last two times they've played the Tide in the Big Body Bends. Mm. You know, I mean, it's just when it gets to when. They they've got a big time Icarus factor. Like when they fly too Whoa. high to the sun, it's just bulldog, bulldogs can't handle it. Bulldog bulldogs are born with lots of health problems due to inbreeding, so they they can't handle sun. They can't handle a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I want to check something real quick here. Ugga does just spend his time sleeping on ice packs. <laughs> There's two bulldogs in uh, my apartment complex that quite literally sound like potbelly pigs, <laughs> and my dog is terrified of them. <laughs> it's hysterical. They're sweet. They're sweet dogs, but then now they look like they look more like uh, Mississippi State bulldogs, not not white Georgia bulldogs. Okay, here's something just worth knowing. Please, since 2005. The SEC is 74-53-1 against the spread in bowl games, which is fucking remarkable because that's 58%. That's great. So you've won a lot of money just straight betting any SEC team blindly. However, SEC teams in bowls that are favored by 10 points or more, only 5-7 and seven against the spread. There so. you go. We got a few this year. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take uh, – yeah. I'll, I'll I'll take Texas and Tom Herman as a dog, because uh, like this game, I don't think this game doesn't mean anything. Georgia, like Georgia, will care, but this game means a lot for Texas, especially consider like especially considering the way Georgia played Bama. Oh, they're gonna they s- can, 
they gonna, can fucking sell there next yes. year if they beat Georgia. They're going to celebrate the Sugar Bowl like it's a national championship. And Georgia is going to be mad that they're not getting a rematch. And they might come out and they might take it out on Texas. It's quite possible that Georgia looks the same as they did against Bama. But I think Georgia threw the fucking kitchen sink at the tide. And I don't know if they can do it again. Here's and what's going to happen. Be that good against, they won't have to be that good to just beat Texas. But they, they would probably need to be that good again to beat Texas by two touchdowns. What's going to happen is Alabama will beat Oklahoma. Georgia will beat Oklahoma by like 30. And then everybody will be saying, see, it should have been Georgia. Kirk Kirby has been like, I told you all along, it should have been Georgia. Yeah. Anywho, uh, anybody, anybody got feels on the North Dakota State Eastern Washington game? Yeah, North Dakota State minus fourteen. There you go. Yep. Blind every time. Blind, <laughs> blind lit. Uh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to uh, the Phoenix Suns and Orlando Magic for scoring six points in overtime tonight. Wow. <laughs> The, Sun, the Suns win 122-120 after outscoring the Magic 4-2 in the overtime period. I want to give a, a shout-out to J.J. Redick for being a bitch and missing that shot at the end of regulation <laughs> on Christmas. Fucking up my Christmas under. Although, Christmas Day unders did finish 3-2 and two on the day, so still 60%. It was still a profitable day overall, but it could have been 4-1 and one if that son of a bitch, J.J. Redick, could have just hit a jumper. So we're going to double overtime in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Ugh. What do you have there? I don't have anything other than just oh, general just... Hornets interest. <laughs> general Hornets interest. <laughs> is that the only time shout that's been the, said? to the Bulls tonight getting thumped by 25. The tank is rolling right along, Tom. Yeah. Well, you know, they had to, they couldn't couldn't upstage Derrick Rose in his return to Chicago. Beloved figure. Um, polarizing figure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Miami's loss tonight was just hideous to the Raptors. They were a big blew it. Uh, oh them. my god, it's 86-82 with a minute to play in Memphis. Memphis Cavs, baby, catch the fever. Wow. Still only seven points in the Cheez-It Bowl with three and a half minutes left until <laughs> halftime. The Cheez-It Bowl has been... Oh, if oh, I, you know, angel. what's fucking amazing is that this under might hit, and there have been five turnovers. Yeah. Normally, usually, there are this no, many turnovers. are not no. good for under. Short fields happen. Also, at least two turnovers have been in, in plus territory. Yep. The only or like in the, the opponent's plus territory. territory. Like, yeah. you should be in scoring range. Oh, boy. I, I mean... I gotta say I'm in love with the Cheez-It Bowl. I am. This game is everything it was supposed to be. Just hideous, hideous football. I'm smitten with it. Oh, it's great. Uh, they just keep talking about how, how Jalen Rager has zero catches. They can't believe they can't believe Mulestein can't get him the ball. Well, because he's had a catch in every single game he's played. Then a mule steam comes along. <laughs> oh no! Tackle oh, him, you fast. fucking! Why the oh, fuck? Who oh, the fuck is eighty nine? 
That's a tight end. Oh, he just gave the ball boy a shove. That's right, ball boy. Get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? 27. 27. What position is 89? 89 is the tight end defensive end. (laughs) All right. Come on, Will Sneak. Fuck it up. Throw an interception. We'll, 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 we'll stay on through the end of uh, the end of the half here. Yeah, let's just... we'll stay. We'll stay on for the for the end of the half. I need to cook dinner, but oh wow, it's only seven fifteen there, huh? Eight fifteen or eight fifty. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy! Fucking daylight save. Oh, he almost had Three. one. Oh my god, Mulestein just—he's trying. If that hadn't oh. been tipped, I think it might have picked. He is so. God damn bad that I want to apologize to Clayton Thorson. You makes Clayton Thorson look like Joe Montana. <laughs> Good God. Well, and this is here's the thing. People ask why like recruiting rankings matter. This is it. It's depth. This is the fall off you get. What's when you've this not been doing the last four years? Well, all right, so the the other option that they had is a freshman who's still recovering from his high school injury, so they're choosing not to throw him out there early. That's probably smart. Oh, we're, up, we're inside the field goal target line now, folks. And Muelstein's choosing to throw everything out there everywhere. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, again, I like it. Like, just just go out there. Leave it all in the field. This is your chance to shine. Running back supermercado. <laughs> also, I love Gary just winding the fucking clock. Well, Gary doesn't want to be here either. <laughs> Gary's got a dinner resi at like ten fifteen. He knows it's going to be tight. He's going to Foga de Chow. <laughs> He's going to just smash steak. He's doing that. Green, that gr- the green card's just going to be flipped up the whole time. Yeah. Bring it, bring it back. You don't know what my night's been like. <laughs> Just churrascara all day. Yeah, he's he's got the uh, the beef tips that are like wrapped in bacon. He he points to the sword and he goes, "Don't get too far from me." <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I just like he, like he let the clock wind all the way down for calling that timeout. Yep. Garrett, Garrett. He's <laughs> playing for a field goal down seven to nothing. <laughs> he's like the less the mo- the more time we run, the less ch- chances Mulestein will get to throw it to the other fucking team. He knows. I mean, he knows it's a three field goal game right now. So like, <laughs> if he gets one, he's just one step closer. <laughs> Somebody tweeted me when I said something about Yostin. He said, Gary Patterson is showing Jalen Hurts that there's absolutely no competition <laughs> for the QB spot. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Samuel Adams got diving in the hops. Just face first. You guys like Samuel Adams? I'm, uh, I'm not a big beer guy anymore, so. I'm not, not a mine. fan. Not my, not my cup of tea. Your tea guy. I do like tea. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> you got yourself some, some Earl Grey, some. What's the sleepy tea? I think it's just called sleepy time tea. 
Yeah, okay, some sleepy time. Some chamomile. I do have chamomile actually in the uh in the pantry right now. Yeah, I know you do. Know it. Oh, Starbucks yeah. Starbucks is jade citrus tea. What? Oh, it's good stuff. That's some that's some millennial shit. Some good stuff. A little little honey in it. I had that on the uh, had that the other day, woke up feeling like shit. Not a tea drinker. Not a tea drinker? No, Chip, you tea drinker? I drink tea, but I, I drink tea uh, situationally. I wouldn't say that it's habitual. But... Oh, yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. I mean, I... But, like, it is it is my favorite, like, when I have a cold. I drink a shit ton of coffee, so... See, I don't, I don't drink coffee either. Neither do I. I never wanted to get, like, hooked on it. Like, my mom drinks, like, used to drink, like, six cups a day eight cups a day so like I, I was always like i like coffee i drink it when i drink it i drink it like just black like if it's a good coffee right but i i, I don't want to i don't want to get like hooked on it to where like i can't function in the mornings like i know people that are just like i can't you know can't do shit until i get that caffeine boost and like i just i don't want to i don't want to do that I, I had a summer job at dunkin donuts one summer Mm. My and my friends were like, "Oh, that must be awesome! You get to drink all that free coffee." And I'm like, "I, I don't drink coffee." Look at, look at Gary with the draw. Gary, you beautiful bitch. <laughs> I was a cow, not even thinking about a timeout. So I'll rock uh, the. I'll do green tea with a little bit of honey and lemon. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. say that that's probably because uh, also coffee isn't real great. Like you were saying, Robbie, when you're getting sick, I'll I'll mm-hmm. sub it out and sub in some tea. Yeah, the only time I'll drink tea is when I'm sick. Lynn'll Lynn'll make me drink some tea because she'll tell why me that it'll Gary, help. Why is Gary calling the timeout? I have no idea. Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds were on the play clock at that. Maybe we will see. Maybe 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 it just run all the way down. Maybe I, I don't know, but maybe it wasn't <laughs> let me see fire away. Yeah. What if you'll see went rogue and just started calling timeouts, refused to leave the field. <laughs> You're gonna have to drag me off of it. <laughs> I ain't never leaving. He just goes Casey Pahal, like in a standoff with the ATF or the DEA. That's a great TCU quarterback reference right there. Thank you. Remember when he got busted selling that math? Yep. Oh my god. The early days of our CBS Sports.com tenure. Casey Pahal. That was like Oh, they're going for it. Oh, what the? <laughs> this what is, are I they? I hope they run their draw. Oh my goodness! They're oh good. my god! Holy what? Shit. Holy shit! And he took the sack. Throw what? Okay, okay. There are so many layers to this. One, they rolled my man out to the left. He's a right-handed quarterback. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Two, he's been hot steaming garbage all game. And you didn't run like a quick hitter. Where where is he going? It's a miracle he didn't fumble that for six. Um, I had that thing like a loaf of bread out there. I know how this ends up going now. They're gonna do a fly sweep to Jalen Rager to get him his one reception. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Cal get a touchdown out of this. Here comes a quarterback draw. Oh boy, there he goes. There he goes. Seventeen. What the fuck? Cal, who has two timeouts, not 
not burning one, my ref, my man, the white hat, winding the fucking clock. What is this? Is all coaching malpractice? Oh, we got false start. Back him up five seventy one. Thank you. By the way, that took uh, twenty three seconds off the clock. Mm-hmm. Order a quarterback draw. You have two timeouts and you don't call one. And then you take a false start. Yeah, we'll take those yards. Thank you. Lovely. This game has everything. I mean, I mean, seriously, what is Gary doing on that fourth down play call? And what is what is Mulesteam doing? Imagine being dumb enough to bet the over in this game. <laughs> Couldn't be me. No. I saw I saw I saw Stanford Steve saying it was an easy over. I was yes. Like, no. Yes. I was like, Steve, no. Steve hates unders. I love Steve, but he, he just he's, he loves overs too much. I think he's be, blinded he's so, by points. He's an offensive player. He's, tied he's, up. he's too smart to love overs, so. He went to Stanford. You'd think he'd be better than this. That's what I'm saying. Also, you think he'd appreciate unders going to Stanford as a tight end. Steve, come on the podcast and explain why you hate unders. Stanford Steve, more like Wazoo Steve. Oh. Oh. There we go. Fighting words. He's just mad that Cal has a better defense than Stanford. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, God. God. Tackle him. Tackle, 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 tackle him. Tackle him. Tackle him. Tackle him. <laughs> from you'll see to fucking throw the ball again is that six turnovers uh-huh. it was seven if you include on downs six turnovers so i guess well, my post yeah, twice, but like do you count turnover on downs because if it isn't seven no i don't think you count turnovers on downs i mean honestly the, it, it should it felt like a fumble Six interceptions tonight. This is. I'm gonna. I, I'll tell you what. I I, I think I don't think uh, I don't think any cheese it bowl after this will have more interceptions than this game. Mm. I'll put. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go on record right now in the first half, and say that this this mark will stand in cheese it bowl history for, for years and years. How is this half not over? What are the odds this is a touchdown? Oh no! Yeah, play the play the sound. Let the people listen to like a radio call. Oh, that was nice. Oh boy! Three, two. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Wow! Wow! That was the best throw in the night. Jesus! The fifth row. Wow, that was it's it's now halftime. It's halftime. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go. We have had we have had one more point in this game than interceptions. I just hope the second half can can live up to what the first half has has uh, has given us. So I'm about to walk two floors down to the media hospitality, which is filled with Oklahoma and Alabama beat writers. What do you think that they're thinking about this game right now? Alabama beat writers think it's a great game, <laughs> and Oklahoma beat writers think it's an awful game. Oh man! Uh, Manuel Acho's jacket. 
Yeah. My man's doing it. Also, Trevor Madge has been on TV for like 15 hours. Emmanuel Acho got that jacket at his grandma's house last night. It was the tablecloth. <laughs> Cut it, sewed it off the couch. <laughs> All right. Later, boys. Wait, uh, was, you, you got to do the sign off. There was a thrill <laughs> to live that, that cheese it bowl out with you and the listeners as well. If anybody somehow made it through the last five minutes of this podcast, um, God bless you. Uh, <laughs> you're a real podcast head. Uh, listening to us literally just play by play this game that happened last night. Uh, but yeah, uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your new year. Our next episode will come to you in 2019. Uh, and I, as always, we just hope you ring in the new year with the winners flowing. <laughs>